Welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha, a podcast shared by David Roylance. This podcast is dedicated to guiding you to completely eliminate the discontent mind and the suffering it causes by attaining enlightenment. Learn and practice the teachings of Gotama Buddha that will guide you to fully attain a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy. To support this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha or visit buddhadailywisdom.com where you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online learning resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Now, here's our teacher to share more. Hello and welcome to Daily Wisdom, Walking the Path with the Buddha. Today we're going to be doing live meditation. On Saturdays, we get together in order to do live guided meditation. And this is a way for us to come together, support each other, encourage each other, and help us to deepen our practice through meditating together as a group. If you're watching this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, or you're listening to this on our podcast, we also have people in our Zoom virtual classroom who are all going to be meditating together at the same time. So I would like to welcome you to our live guided meditation and invite you to go ahead and take a seat or stand or lay, depending on which position you like to meditate in. So go ahead and take that position now. If you're on the floor, you might want to put some cushions under your rear and kind of get that up higher to lessen the angle on your hips and your knees. If you're laying down, just want to lay flat on your back with your arms resting at your sides. And if you stand, you can just stand with your arms to the side. You can also clasp your wrist either in front of you or behind you. Once you get into your meditation position, Just close your eyes and breathe in through the nose. Just take some nice, natural breaths. You're not interested in controlling the breath or forcing it in any way. Just establish a nice, even breath. As you're starting to breathe in through the nose and out through the nose, bring the mind to the breath. Allow the breath to be your anchor. You would like to fixate the mind on the breath because the breath is the present moment. So I'm going to be doing some chanting while you just sit here and fixate the mind on the breath. And then I'll come back with some guidance. We're all here just to encourage each other, support each other. We understand that this is an independent practice, but it is beneficial to come together as a community and meditate. We can encourage and support each other. So just fixate the mind on the breath.
just be breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. The breath is the present moment. The goal is to fixate the mind on the breath. The sound of the air coming in the nose or the sensation of the air moving over the skin into the nose. This is the present moment. As you're focusing the mind on the breath, on the present moment, the mind's going to want to go to the past and thoughts in the past. When you observe that, cut off those thoughts, let them go. 
bring the mind back to the breath. Don't try to label them. Don't judge the thoughts. Don't try to figure out where they're coming from or why they're arising. As soon as you observe the thoughts and you realize the mind is not focused on the breath, cut it off and bring the mind to the breath. Likewise, if the mind goes to the future, as soon as you notice that, wherever it is, when the mind's in the future, cut that off, let that thought go, and bring the mind to the breath. When the mind's in the present moment, it can be peaceful, calm, serene, and content with joy. Breathing in through the nose and out through the nose. Nice, natural breath. If the breath is short, know that it's short. If the breath is long, just know that the breath is long. Just observe the breath, the present moment. Breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. If there's any thoughts that arise, ideas or perceptions, any time the mind is not on the breath, cut that off, let it go. Bring the mind back to the breath. You haven't done anything wrong. No need to feel any guilt or shame. This is just the wandering, unenlightened mind wanting to take you on a journey. And wherever you notice that, you just cut it off and let it go. The more you train the mind this way, the more you'll gain control. All of the thoughts you're having, they're not permanent. They're impermanent. They're temporary. Any sensations on the body, those are also impermanent. They will arise and then they will cease to exist. Any sounds that you hear, they are also impermanent. 
breathing in and out. Breathing in and out. I'm not even interested in your mind focusing on my voice. It needs to be on the breath. So I'm going to leave you now. Let you focus only on the breath. I'll be right here with you meditating along with everyone else. We're here to support and encourage each other to deepen our practice. You have nowhere to go. There's nothing to do. No one needs you right now. Just focus on the breath.
We're almost at a, an hour again. Looks like it was about 50 minutes of meditation. Felt like it was 10. So, glad to see more people have joined since we've been meditating. And uh, welcome to all of you. On Wednesday and Saturday, we do meditation. And on Sundays, we do a talk from the book, Developing a Life Practice, The Path That Leads to Nibbana. This week we're in chapter 15, but tomorrow, Sunday, we're going to be in chapter 16, which is craving is the problem. What is the solution? And you can download this book for free 
or you can get a printed copy or a Kindle copy if you like and follow along in this group learning program because on Sunday we do our full talk about that chapter and then in our Facebook group Daily Wisdom Walking the Path with the Buddha that whole week we are discussing that chapter from Sunday to Saturday and there's videos there's podcasts there's quizzes there's these online classes to help you learn starting on Sunday of each week we start a new chapter and then on Wednesday we either do breathing mindfulness meditation loving kindness meditation or Buddhist chanting and then on Saturday we right now are doing meditation and taking questions after meditation on anything from your practice that you would like to discuss and get help with but starting on January 9th we're going to be diving into the Pali Canon in English study group so we're actually going to be meditating first and then we're going to be diving into studying the Buddha's teachings through his own words using these books called Buddha Vajana or the words of the Buddha this is a book series of 13 books called Buddha Vajana, an anthology of Dhamma revealing the hidden. And what we're going to be doing is studying these in depth and helping you to gain understanding of the Buddhist teachings through his own words. So if you haven't yet gone through this book, Developing a Life Practice, The Path That Leads to Nibbana, with the reading, the audiobook, the videos, the podcast, the quizzes, I suggest you do this first. And that's going to probably take you a good six months to a year. It's a real dedicated program. Take you six months to go through once. And then a lot of times people like to go through it again. And then you can also join the Polycanon study group at the same time if you'd like. If you've got the time and you can study both, you can actually do both. Or if you'd like to do one, developing a life practice, the path that leads to Nibbana, and then move into the Polycanon study group afterwards, you can do it that way as well. But either way, I'm here to help you to learn and practice these teachings through all the various resources that we offer, including these online classes and personal guidance as well. You can reach out and schedule an appointment where we can meet either weekly or once every two weeks or once a month so that in addition to all the resources and classes that we offer, you can get private one-on-one -on -one guidance to help you learn how to take these teachings and implement them in your daily life based on situational things that you've got going on. And we can discuss those privately through Zoom or audio. You know, We'll have the video and audio going so we'll be able to connect just like we're sitting in the same room together. So now that we've had a chance to meditate, I would just like to open up to see if there's any questions that you guys might have on meditation itself or anything from the Buddhist teachings that will help you on this path to enlightenment, which is a peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind where you no longer experience any discontent feelings like sadness, anger, frustration, irritation, annoyance, guilt, shame, fear, loneliness, boredom, shyness, resentment, jealousy. All of these discontent feelings can be eliminated through learning and practicing this path to enlightenment and training the mind. So I'll turn it to our moderator, Max, and see if we have any questions. So uh, here's Judith. She says, is it easier to meditate when we go to nature? Depends on what you mean by easy, Judith. Let's share this. 
the Buddha suggested that when it's time to meditate, that you find a tree and you go to the trunk of the tree, the base of a tree, and you meditate at the base of a tree. Because of course, he was a forest dweller. He started out in the forest. His entire journey to enlightenment was six years, but for four of those years, he was alone by himself in the forest. So he was very comfortable and very well-rooted in meditating at the base of a tree or the foot of a tree is what he called it. So you can try that and that can definitely help your practice. That's what he recommends. And oftentimes in those kind of environments, it helps when you first get started because it's fairly quiet and pretty still. But then you don't want to get attached to any one particular place to meditate. You don't want your mind to get so comfortable with that, that when you move to another place that you're not able to actually meditate. So if you move the mind around in different locations, you kind of challenge it and you test it. So if you're used to meditating, say, in your bedroom for several weeks and you get really comfortable with that, then move to your living room and try to do some meditation in your living room or move outside or then move to a temple or move to a park and move your mind around because the way the unenlightened mind works is it craves permanence. It wants that permanence. So it'll get really, really comfortable and cozy meditating in your bedroom. And then when you try to move and go somewhere else, you won't get quite the same level of meditation because the mind is not appreciating this impermanence. It doesn't understand this impermanence and it wants that permanence. So rather than give it what it wants, which is permanence, you've got to challenge it and test it and train it to understand impermanence and be comfortable with that. Because that's the core problem with the unenlightened mind is it doesn't like impermanence. So what you would like to do in order to train this mind is start introducing impermanence into the mind so that it becomes more and more comfortable with it. And then as things happen in daily life, when you're around your friends and everybody's speaking kind and everybody's speaking wholesome and you know, the juices are flowing and you're feeling really good with your friends, but then somebody comes and barges into the conversation and interrupts you, rather than getting angry at that and reacting out of anger, the mind has impermanence soaked into it so well, you just recognize this is impermanence and you deal with it however you deal with it, but at least you won't react out of anger or hostility. And through doing this, through implementing this impermanence and allowing the mind to gradually get trained and comfortable with this, then the mind can let go of the things that it's holding on to so tightly and you'll get more and more peacefulness and contentedness in the mind. We have a question from Manal. Hi, teacher David. What do you do about leg throbbing when you're sitting for a longer duration? I would just move. I would change positions and get comfortable. Uh, one thing you want to take a look at is make sure you've got proper circulation in your lower legs. If you're sitting and your hips have a real steep angle, it'll cut off the circulation, or it can also happen at your knees or your ankles. So all of these things should be just very loose. And if you can get your rear up in the air really high and your legs down on an angle, then it opens up your hip and gets more circulation there. In your legs, when you bring them in cross, you don't want to tuck them in real, real tight. You want to just kind of put one in front of the other, or some people will stack them 
one on top of the other. It's very rare nowadays that people can do like the full locust and you don't have to do that in order to meditate. It's not about contorting your body. It's about just making it comfortable. So if you have your hips adjusted where there's not much of an angle, you've got one leg in front of the other, you know, where they're not actually crossed, they're just one leg in front of the other or stacked on top of each other, which gives the circulation in your legs. And then if you still get throbbing at that point, then just kind of shift and move. You might need to stand up in the middle of your meditation session. You can actually change positions during meditation. If you start in the seated position, you can then notice that the legs are throbbing. Go to standing or go to laying because this meditation position you have is impermanent, just like everything else. So you're not going to be able to stay there permanently. I'm not a fan of the teaching of just grin and bear it and push through the pain. Gautama Buddha never taught this. Inflicting pain on the body isn't training the mind because if the body is experiencing physical pain, the mind is just going to feel pain, 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 which means you can't train it to focus on the breath and let go of all of these thoughts and ideas and perceptions and bring it into the present moment, letting go of the past and the future. So if the body is experiencing pain and the mind feels that or even this throbbing, just change positions. But first, before you go into meditation, be sure that you've set up mindfulness in front of you. That's what the Buddha says. Set up mindfulness in front of you. Awareness of mind and make sure that your body is in a nice, comfortable position, but not luxurious. Okay. Thank you, David. We have no more questions. Okay, so these sessions are just getting us started to set aside time on Saturdays to spend some time meditating, supporting each other, encouraging each other. We've got winter ahead of us, so these sessions will be really great to help you move through the winter. But the idea is, is that you use the teaching that you receive in these classes on Sunday, Wednesday, and Saturday, and you implement it into your personal life so that it's not just here that you're actually meditating. You should build up a practice where at a minimum you're meditating once a day and you need to build that up. So if you can only do five or 10 minutes at a time, that's fine. Just get in the habit of making the decision to actually meditate once a day, either morning, midday, or evening. And then once you build up that practice, just add another session. So you go from one session a day to two sessions a day. And now you build up that practice and you make your time longer and longer without setting an alarm. Just make your time longer and longer so that you go from five or 10 minutes to 15 or 20 and then go up to 30 and beyond. And then if you've got the time and you've already got two sessions underway and you've been doing that for a while, noticing the benefits, then feel free to add a third session. That's what Gautama Buddha did. He meditated morning, midday, and evening. So this is really, really helpful for the improvement and the condition of the mind. There's only two meditations that you're going to need as part of your practice. It's the one that we just did today, which is breathing mindfulness meditation. This is solving the core problem, the primary problem that the Buddha discovered in the mind, which is craving, desire, attachment. And... The second meditation that you need is loving kindness meditation, the one that we did last week. Loving kindness meditation is going to help to eliminate 
hatred, anger, and ill will from the mind and all those lesser versions of that so that you can then practice loving kindness or active goodwill towards all beings. Through learning and practicing just these two meditations, you can learn them really, really well. You can train the mind to get really, really good at it so that you can reap the rewards of these two styles of meditation. You don't need to go out and learn 20, 50, 100 different meditations, which is going to take your attention in lots of different directions. You only need to learn these two and get really, really good at it. And it works to solve two of the three primary problems that the Buddha discovered about the mind. And I talk about this when we discuss the three poisons, which is in chapter eight, which we already discussed as part of this program. But if you're just joining us for the first time, you can pick up the book, you can listen to the videos, the podcast, the audio book, and all the other resources that are available for you to start learning these teachings slowly but surely. All the students that are studying with me are all at different places in their practice. They're all at different places in their development and their understanding of these teachings. I can support you guys wherever you are in your practice, whether you are just starting or you've been at this for 5, 10, 20, 30 years, but you just haven't reached to enlightenment yet. I can support you in your growth from wherever you are, either from the beginning or somewhere else. And everybody isn't going to be at exactly the same spot as you progress through these teachings. But it requires you to reach out to apply dedication and commitment, eliminate that complacency that's in the mind where the mind just wants to sit back and not really be real active or energetic. You've got to step forward and investigate the teachings. You've got to pick up the book, the audio book, the videos, the podcast, the quizzes, reach out for personal guidance, post questions in the Facebook group so you can get help and seek guidance. So all of these things are available for you You just have to choose that you're done with all of these discontent feelings, that you're done with the anger and hostility. You're tired of being frustrated and irritated. You're tired of being annoyed. You just don't like being bored and lonely anymore. You don't like carrying around resentment and jealousy. You don't like being shy and feeling social anxiety and awkwardness around people and feeling empty sometimes. You just have to decide that you're done with all of this. And when you decide that, you know, I'm done feeling all these discontent feelings and I'm ready for something else and I'm looking to get there, you've got somebody here that's willing to help you and has all the resources to do that. And as you guys know, there's no cost. Everything that I share is offered openly and freely to all people. So you just have to decide that you're done with all of these discontent feelings and you're ready to move the mind towards this peaceful, calm, serene, and content mind with joy that's permanent. The mind will never be shaken up by anything. Okay? So enjoy the rest of your Saturday and you're welcome to join tomorrow at the same time, which is nine o'clock Thai time. So wherever you are in the world, you can look to see what time that is in your country. Starting tomorrow at 9 p.m. Thai time, we're going to be doing a talk on chapter 16, 
which is a great place to actually join because we're going to be talking about the primary problem that Gautama Buddha discovered, which is craving is the problem. What is the solution? Craving is the problem with the mind. That's what's causing all of this discontentedness. So how do we eliminate these discontent feelings? And we're going to talk about that tomorrow. And then on Wednesday, we're going to be doing breathing mindfulness meditation again and answering any questions that you guys have. And then we'll be progressing through the rest of the day. So we're now teaching three times a week. You can join us right here in Zoom, in Facebook, in YouTube, in Twitch, in Periscope, or if you miss any of those, you've always got the podcast or the replay of YouTube or Facebook. So thank you for joining. Enjoy the rest of your day and we'll see you tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Sawadikap. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To provide support for this podcast, visit patreon.com forward slash support Buddha. To access more teachings, visit buddhadailywisdom.com. There, you will discover a full range of courses, retreats, and online resources to assist you on the path to enlightenment. Remember to establish a daily, consistent meditation practice, along with learning and practicing these teachings. A well-developed meditation practice is the foundation in which to train the mind to attain enlightenment. Enlightenment.